Okay, so get this. Today we are talking with a very special guest of mine, Morel McCrary, owner and operator of Ramtech PC Solutions. He will be bringing us solid tech advice, and you know we're going to be going over a little bit of gold nuggets for life and business. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. It was a pleasure of mine to have him on the show. We really knocked this one out of the park. Welcome everybody to the Get This Podcast. Today we are with Morel with Ramtech PC Solutions. What's up, Addison? What's going on, man? You doing good? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It's always a pleasure to bring you on. Um, wanted to uh, touch base and kind of figure out who you are, what you do, and why you do it. And yeah, that'll be it. Um, so to start out, I just kind of want to know, like, tell me about you. Tell me about Morel. Well, um, Morel is a lot of activity lately. Okay. Um, Father by night and husband by day and night, and it's it's life, man. It's, it's just life. Uh, for fun, I work out. I play with my kids. I play with my fam. We go travel. We go see stuff and do stuff we haven't done before. So that's what fuels me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so tell me about your business. Well, uh, I started this small company back in 1999 called Ramtech PC Solutions, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, we provide IT services for businesses that you know don't have an IT presence, or they might have an IT guy that's their cousin or nephew, or right. you know some extension of the family that can't do it full time or has no clue about doing it full time. Right. Um, we provide IT services for those type level ent- entities. Mm-hmm. We also come in and talk to uh, some other entities that have IT staff as a consulting piece. Gotcha. So you know a lot of those guys will kind of say, hey, you know, we need a, a fresh approach to what my IT group is doing you know what can we do how can we work with you guys to have that fresh approach so that's kind of what we do in a nutshell I mean there's a lot of nuts and bolts in there that we can take apart and you know and dissect but for the most part that's what we do we provide IT services I love it man I love it um so what what drove you to that what what got you into that (laughs) well that's funny um so I've been working on a computer since I was 13 man so 13 and do the math I'm 40 now it's been a long time I've yep. been behind a keyboard yep. never really were you know I, I was into sports but I never wanted to go outside and play so right. you know sports like basketball that was my thing because it's indoors you can do that right. indoors right yep. um, and then you know computers was just something that came naturally to me so I just made it a hobby and then hobby turned into paycheck and yep. then paycheck turned into owning this thing at the end of the day Love it. So what, you know, we're going to kind of just jump around and, and, you know, just kind of play ball with it. Sure. What, um, what kind of made you want to be the owner of, of the business? Like, well, the biggest thing, and, I, and I've mentioned this on panels before, the biggest thing that drove me to do what I do now mm-hmm. is when you go to school and you get trained on doing something and you do it a certain way and you see the positive end result. And for us, the positive end result is a happy customer. Happy customers equal a paycheck for us. Um, So when you're doing something right and you see the outcome is customers pleased, that's what fuels you. So I got stuck into the whole corporate scene of doing IT for corporations and big corporations. And Mm -hmm. I loved what I did, but I didn't love going to work. And that made a big difference. So I tell people, if you're doing something you love and you don't like who you're working for, maybe you need to step out and do it on your own and do it better. So that's one of the biggest things that fueled me into doing what I do now is 
if I don't like the way something's going or if a customer wants it done a certain way and the technology will support it, yeah. we'll just implement it and do it that way. I love it. You know, yeah. when I'm back in corporate America, it, we had to run that up to the boss, to the boss's boss and to the board to get that approved right. to make that change. It, it would have taken me an hour to do that yeah. versus two, three weeks to get it approved to do one hour's worth of work. Right. So that's another thing that fueled me to, to start this thing is, yeah, change, IT changes daily. So if it waits three weeks for an approval, that's obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it does move that fast. Right. That's, that's the crazy thing about it. It's, it's just always moving. It's, it's always, always changing. Forward. We always have to keep up. Yeah. Keep up or get smoked. <laughs> and I mean, that, that's almost for any business. Right, you know? that's true. Um, so what, what made you settle in, in McDonough? Really, the rent was good, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, it was a prime location, and the rent was perfect for right. what we were trying to do, um, and it supported growth for our company. So um, the, the families, I mean, a lot of my guys are living in McDonough. We live, work, and play in McDonough. I'm in Henry County, not necessarily in McDonough, but it, it's a great feel for us because we're plugged in the community as well. Right. Um, I like where we are. I like the, the community support with where we are, and I think it's going places. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's that way. I think once once you kind of establish your business and and you you show that you're a part of the community, I think I think right. they kind of latch yeah, on. Yeah, they 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 will latch on and yeah. support you as well. Yeah. And you know we're a big proponent of doing things local too. So even for lunch, we'll go to the local spots like the Kirby G's and right. you know some of those other guys around the area that you know that they're just good eat spots that you don't find everywhere. Yeah, 100%. So you know we definitely try to support local as much as possible. And it probably helps that they also have the best burger. Right? I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean, Grits <laughs> has the best breakfast. Kirby G's <laughs> has good lunch. So I mean, you can't go wrong. Everything's right there in the square too. Oh I man, it's walking distance. We can walk and yeah. get food if we wanted to. That's cool. Um, so, kind of going a little bit further into business, and and then we'll kind of reach into like personal and, and you know okay. who you are. All right. Um, what is it that you do not like about owning your own business? Oh, that's the million dollar question, yeah, man. Is. Yeah, because every job has an aspect that you right. really dislike. Right. Um, I will tell you what I dislike, mm -hmm. and this is just being transparent as possible. Yeah. Um, the things I dislike are when customers ask my opinion and then they don't follow it. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, oh, that's the worst. Uh, let, let me frame it for you. I mean, so a customer pays me for my time. Mm -hmm. They pay me for my expertise and my knowledge. And then I give it to them, and they do the complete opposite. And then I get called to come fix it. Right. I don't mind fixing it, but in the back of my mind, I do honestly think, man, if they would listen to me in the first place. <laughs> we call those in the business... Ask whole. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's cool, man. That's that's definitely that's definitely number one. Yeah, I'd have to say. Yeah. Um, so, what is it? What is your favorite thing about owning your own business, running your own business, and just in general doing IT? Like, well, love of technology, number one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just hands down love technology. I love the yeah. fact that it changes. I love keeping up with the pace. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always a, a moving target and I'm just wired to follow moving targets. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest piece, I guess, on the, what made you get into it, you mm -hmm. know, would be that. Yeah. Um, you asked too about the, refresh me, I'm sorry on the question. Tell me the question again. Okay. It was a three part. Yeah. So what made you, or what do you like most about business? Business. Okay. Right. What do you like most about 
uh, owning your own business. Owning your own. All right, so I will kind of combo yeah. those. So business in general, it's mm-hmm. for us. You know, when when you're self-employed, you you have it, it all depends on you. It's all yeah. on your shoulders. Yeah. So if you if you're not feeling well or you don't feel up to the ground or you don't feel up to getting out there and putting your name out there, yeah. then self-employment is probably not for not you. Cheap, yeah. Right. But for people that are self-motivators and, and, and dreamers is what I call it. Yeah. So if you're a dreamer and you're self-motivated, I then definitely you're in the right area to, to yeah. push forward and you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have failures along the way, but failures are just important as successors because the failures teach you the most, yeah. and then you learn from people that have been there and done that. Yeah. So for me, I align myself with people that you know have been in business for several years that are self-employed that still have that motivational fire burning. You know, yeah. so I align myself up with people like that. And when they start out a story with, "Let me tell you what I would do," yeah. if you if you're talking to an older gentleman or an older older female that's been there and done that, and they said, "Let me tell you what I could do if I could do it all over again." Yeah. Anytime you hear those keywords, I always tune in because I know they're about to give me a gold nugget. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta focus in on that even harder, man. Like, right, right. Because someone who's been there, done it, you know, it's that's just yeah, that's gold. Yeah, that's yeah. Gold. But yeah, man, that's I like that. Um, is there anything else you want to add to it? I mean, I could go all day, man. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so in business, everybody has that one thing when they're successful, like right. you are, um, they always have that one thing that kind of sets them apart. Mm-hmm. And what what is that you what is it you strive for in business to a set you apart and then bring the most value to your customer? All right, so I will answer that for you for sure. Yeah. I think the thing that sets Ramtech apart the most is a my personality type. Yeah. We look for people that are very similar to myself when we look at hiring. Yeah. For the main reason is. IT staff in general has a stigma about this industry that if you're an IT, you're an introvert and you can't be communicated with yeah. on a you know on a level yeah. of humanship, if you will. Right. But what we do is we kind of we're hybrid, so we are extreme out of the box thinkers to get to the end result. But at the same time, we can be personable with you. Yeah, you know, we can say, "Hey, Addison, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, you went to the gym. Yeah, me too. I was there. Missed you. Blah blah blah." So we can, you know, we can shoot the breeze with you as well as solve any IT related issues you may have. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest piece of what we bring to the table is. Yeah, we, we have personalities. We actually can communicate. And that was, that was you know, not, not to break you up, but um, that's something that I noticed when I came in and my computer crashed, which I right, think my computer's right. still in your office. <laughs> um, but when, when my computer crashed, you know, you guys were on it that day, and you were working on it. Right. And I had probably six phone calls from your guys saying, hey, you know, we're not going to be able to fix it because the com- complete computer has just crashed. Right, right. It's just however, not worth it or whatever. Right. right. However... We can we can try and send it to this place, or we can try and do this to get that information off. Right, and that right. you know the fact that he called me and he was touching base and right, God. and we stress to mm-hmm. I mean we stress the communication piece in everything we do. I tell people you know we have a lot of incoming traffic. When I say incoming traffic, we have phones, we have email, we have text. Right. I mean any of those different methods of communication we try to bring in and tailor fit to right. each customer. That's what a lot of people don't see is. By default, our system will always email you. Yeah. The minute we I update the notes, you yeah. will get a ton of emails, and we apologize for that up front. Yeah. 
But we believe in transparency in our environment. We 100%. want you to always be in tune with what's going on with your piece of hardware that you guys worked hard for and brought to us to trust us to fix it. Right. So we want to always stay in communication with the owner. Yeah, and and that's something I definitely I definitely noticed because I remember I was at the gym and he you know he called me and I was like that is pretty cool because <laughs> it's like six o'clock and All I was right. like you know that that was that was sweet man. Um, but yeah, so so going into that and kind of just touching into IT, right? Um, and you know we're probably going to go into that a little bit further. However, what at what point should should we get an IT checkup? You know, if if you own a business or if you're, you know, just use your computer just to check you know, emails, just, right? Web, whatever right. it may be. It really depends. So if a business or an entity was contacting us about, hey, when do we look to start out getting IT services? Yeah. I would usually tell people, look, if you're spending you know, more than 20 hours a week supporting your own technology, yeah. you can't get a hold of your cousin, uncle, or nephew that supports you, right. or you're having issues and don't know where they're coming from. Uh, another thing I tell people to look out for too is, you know, you, you work hard, you work as a business owner, you work sometimes right. 50, 60 hours a week, right. putting all your data into this device. Yeah. What happens when that device dies? That Do you have a backup plan? Yeah. You know, so we look at the whole process of, you know, okay, is it time for you to guys? Yeah. Do we need, we need to keep you guys on an as needed type basis? Just keep a right. pulse on your business or, you know, so we kind of gauge it in that fashion to determine what the next steps are for them. Yeah. You know, we do network audits for free for a lot of people. So, you know, that would be a good test or a good, you know, example or a report card, if you will, yeah. um, of how your environment is running. So if you, you know, if you're a business owner and you've got a server and, you know, 10 computers or whatnot or five computers or yeah. even more or less, um, you know, it'd be good to get in a network audit just to get a health check of what's right. going on. And that, that's probably a really big thing too. And just the fact that you offer that for free is big. Right, right. And we, you know, we, we have our ways of trying to, you know, convince a customer if they need us or not. If the, if the report comes back and they show that they're in great health, yeah. then we'll just tell them, hey, Mr. Customer, you look really good on paper great job here's some things you can do to you know keep right. it going along that path if you're tired of doing it we can take over for you right. so you know there's always a piece of it that we are trying to you know earn their business right. but at the same time we want to make sure that we're respectful of their business as well okay cool um, so going into that and being protected mm -hmm. how what is, what is your opinion on like cybersecurity and how do you how are you how do you how do you become secure cyberly? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's a broad stated question. Right. Uh, cybersecurity is huge right now. It's the latest buzzword in the IT industry with yeah. us. Um, I tell people the first step out of the gate, make sure you have a solid antivirus platform. We at Ramtech, we sell and install WebRoot security. Okay. Um, we also look at some of the Nortons and the McAfee's and the Kaspersky's. We see a lot of that out there. Yep. We're not super duper fans of any of them but WebRoot for right now, right. Uh, but they are leading the market in what they're providing as far as protection. Um, but all of those other guys are better than zero protection, 100%. which that's what we see a lot is a lot of business owners aren't clued in that, you know, hey, I've got my life on this computer. Yeah. What happens if ransomware happens? What happens if, you know, crypto locker comes by and, you know, I clicked something in an email that looked legitimate. Yeah. Now what do I do? And their identity stolen. So all of those kind of protection pieces you can put in one piece of software to kind of have your first 
layer of protection on when you go out in the internet. So, you know, I just tell people, first step, antivirus. Second step, solid firewall with intrusion prevention. You know, and then outside of the office, what do I do? Well, there's all kind of VPN services that you can pay for and activate. Uh, so there's a lot of ways you can kind of help protect yourself on that front as far as cybersecurity is concerned. Uh, we look out mostly on the cybersecurity, well, for all our customers, but we specifically focus and hone in on the healthcare entities we support because okay. that's patient health data. We don't want that data floating around right. in dark web somewhere. So, you know, we, we have dark web scans that we can do as well for customers. So it just depends a lot. Like cybersecurity is this big umbrella right. and you've got everything that falls underneath it. But the tools and software that we use kind of align with best practice security performance for them. Very cool. Um, I know that was very technical. Hey, man, you know what? It is what it is. And if anybody has any other questions, they can contact you. Right. Um, but, yeah, there was, there was one question that we had come over because I do promote the shit out of this. Awesome. One of the questions was, when should someone back up their, their computer or their devices or whatever it may be? From the day they take it out of the box. Wow. Prime example. Mm-hmm. Um Johnny Customer bought bought a computer last week. You know, just like cars, you can buy a lemon. Right. Um, transferred all of their data over to it and was getting ready to dispose of the old computer. Yeah. And good thing is we still had a copy of that data. We keep yeah. it, retain it for 30 days. Good. Um, but had we hit delete on that data, he would be done because right. the machine he purchased was just, I mean, it just died. Right. I mean, we can't predict it happens. that. Yeah, it happens. So, you know, it's, we, we recommend if you buy a new computer, buy a backup service. I mean, it's yeah. cheaper than a cup of coffee at 100%. Starbucks. Anyway. <laughs> it's cheaper than a Starbucks latte once a month. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that you're talking about data that you need. I mean, A, if you run a business, right. that data is it's vital. Is everything. It's vital. Because I know, you know, when, when my computer crashed and we were able to kind of get a little bit more information out of it, but... I lost a lot of client information. Right. And it was gone. It's gone. Gone. Yeah. Done. Unless you want to pay thousands of dollars right. to get it restored, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you have to you have to understand that if that happens, you know, you're kind of you're put in a, a, yeah. a hard place. Right. I'll tell you another thing too, a lot of people don't think about or consider backing up right now is mm-hmm. you know, everybody's moving to the cloud. Everything is cloud based. Yeah. Um, right now we're seeing the trend where there's a lot of third-party entities selling backup services for Microsoft Office 365. Right. So if you're one of those Office 365 customers that even, you know, we, we are a partner with Microsoft in that front as well. So we have a lot of accounts that we're having to go back through as far as healthcare and, and legal and finance right. that have a statute of limitations where they have to keep things on file yeah, for, for like yeah, four to seven years. So we're looking at ways that we can add on a layer of archiving services that are secure as well right. um, for that that need. Um, but that's a lot of a lot of people don't even consider that as well when they're purchasing a new computer and all of this stuff is in the cloud. Is what happens when Microsoft crashes? Yeah. If you read their fine print, they're only liable for the past thirty days of data. Yeah. So you've got seven years of email stored on their server. It's gone. And it's gone on day 31. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Got a lot. So Microsoft has it in their fine print that nobody reads. Nobody they just click agree. Nobody reads all the terms and conditions, and it's in there. 30 days, we will dump your data wow. if if in, or we only liable for the past 30 days of data is what it reads as. So you know that last month you have last month's data, but anything outside of that you're stuck. And that, that's a scary thought. Right. <laughs> 
that's a pretty scary. A lot of people don't think about it. A lot of people, again, they don't read the terms and conditions, and it was brought out to us at a training seminar that we went to. Yeah. Um, So what what is a good way to back up your data? Would it be through, like, just, like, a mini hard drive or? It really depends. We tell everybody, if you can back up to the cloud, go for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does require a solid internet connection like any other cloud service does. But... We, we do a two-fold backup at Ramtech. If somebody calls us up and it's a new customer and they want us to provide backup services for you know five servers and 10 desktops, then we'll dump it all locally to one drive yeah. uh, inside the office on the network, and then we'll replicate a copy of that to the cloud. So we've got a, a two-fold backup process in any business we go into. That's good. So that's, that's pretty big. Right. It, well, it is. And, yeah. you know, when, when you start talking to a customer and they don't realize what they have on their own network and they're in between their four walls, yeah. that's a lot of liability of your own personal data that makes your yeah. business run. So when you don't have access to that data and your machine dies or your server tanks, uh, I mean, it's not if, it's just when it's bound to happen. It's bound right. to happen. It's just when. Right. So. And then there was one other thing, and we're going to kind of go in and change it up and do a personal kind of go into that depth. But when, what is this? It, I know there's something out there as far as like voice tapping, like on your phone, or oh yeah, kind of <laughs> follow me into that, and then so okay. that's underneath the the cybersecurity piece. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if you have a voice over IP phone, mm-hmm. and you have. If you don't have it most up-to-date and current, when I say up-to-date and current, meaning if your phone system is in the closet and it's a voice over IP system and nobody's updated it in three years, well, just like computers have updates, Windows updates that come out, or Mac updates, Apple updates that come out on a regular basis, those updates need to be applied to the phone system as well. Because what a hacker or would-be attempted you know, unauthorized access person would do is they would come into your environment, plug in their computer or jump on your Wi-Fi network, yeah. sniff for packets along that network. So basically they're they're looking for data on your network in that regard. And they could potentially listen to phone conversations if that conversation is not encrypted. That's scary, man. It is very scary. <coughs> That's scary. <laughs> um so now you know, this is part of the, the, the time that we kind of change it up. Okay. Um, you gave us a lot of good information about business. I want to know a little bit more about you. And this is kind of where where people can, you know, whether it be the younger generation or people just coming into business or people that are just new in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of gives them an idea of say, hey, um, who should I look up to? What should I do? Um any advice that you want to give. So to go into that, do you have a mentor? Because I know that was big for me. (laughs) It is huge. Um, Yes, to answer your question. I have maybe four to five mentors at any given time, and I keep them rotated out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the key because you always get a fresh approach. Um, And I don't always listen to what they advise either. Um, You know, a lot of it is heart-driven. So if it feels right, you know, to me and by my customers, yep. my customer base, then I might not always listen to my advisor or my accountability team. Right. But as far as having someone to bounce ideas off of and mentor, yes, mm-hmm. definitely, wholeheartedly agree with you. Definitely need a mentor. Good, good. So who is, or is, you said accountability team? Accountability team, yes. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, my, team, my accountability team currently is three people. Okay. 
and they hold me accountable to doing the best, what's best for my organization and my people and my customers. Okay. See, I like that a lot. I think, I think that whole concept is big. It is huge. You know, that's, I like that a lot <laughs> because, you know, if you, if you get stuck with one person and you're like, you, you look up to this person, that's, that's always good. That's a good start. However, I like, I yeah. like that. Well, that, it gives you an opportunity to bounce ideas off of right. different persons as well as find out which approach. Because typically, of the three people that I bounce ideas off the most mm-hmm. with my accountability ideas or ideas I come to them about, if they, if two out of the three agree without me leading or prompting them, then that tells me I'm in the right direction. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's the, the, the icing on the cake for me. 100%. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's the confirmation I need. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that that's that in general. I mean, that's that's big. I think everybody should have an accountability team. You should, and specifically, you should find people that are at least one person that's like minded like mm-hmm. you. Um, you should also find one person that's more numbers driven, more analytic driven, yep. and then you need to find a pessimist. And I'm just being transparent with you. You gotta have it. a pessimist in your group, yeah, because the pessimist is gonna force you to think outside the box that you weren't considering, yeah. And the one that's in my group, I mean, he's really good and really good at challenging me. Yeah. And a lot of times I get pissed off. Like, am I allowed to say pissed yeah, off? Yeah, you're good, man. <laughs> a lot of times I get really pissed off yeah. at this individual, but at the same time, he has my best interests. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have to remember is he brought that up for a reason because I wasn't thinking about it this way. Yeah. And that makes a big difference when you're trying to grow and excel and be the best that, you know, Addison can be or anybody that's listening can be is right. if you're going to be that best that you can be, you need to have the growing pains yeah. that go on with it and the, the, the pessimist that says, I am probably shouldn't do it that way. You might want to look at it from this option. Yeah. That way it gives you a different perspective on life. It gives you a different perspective on how you should run your business. Yeah. Man, that's, that's gold. That's gold. <laughs> If I, that's probably going to be our, our cutout right there. All right, um, but yeah, one of the things is, you know, when it comes to that, you know, you have a mentor, you have your accountability group. Right. Besides that, what is your inspiration? Like, what, what, what is your inspiration? Man, I read, I read, I um, read, and I read and I listen. So Dave Ramsey podcast for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely subscribed to that. Chris Hogan's got me thinking about retirement. As you get older, you'll you'll find you need to start thinking about seriously about retirement. But hey, you should now, though. Hey, you should. Now. I have I have a what do they call it? Four hundred one k. I have a four hundred one k, but it's 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 separate. It's you know from what I do here. Right, right. It's um. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm definitely telling you. Yeah. It, 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 this is me breathing life into you. If I could do it all over again, if I yeah. could start over at you know in my twenties and thirties. Yeah, I'd have, I would have started building wealth back then yep. versus now building wealth. But I'm still good. I still got my prime. Right. I'm good. But, um, man, got me off topic. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. So, uh, just inspiration. So inspiration. You, you oh, like yeah. So read and I listen. Uh, I'm an audiobook guy. I like Same. listening to audiobooks Same. when I work out. But I also like picking up a paper book from time to time. That's the old school side of my mm-hmm. IT nature that doesn't communicate well with right. you know the current generation. But I like to fill that paper every once in a while and flip the pages. Sometimes I'll buy the audiobook and the paperback. hundred percent. So I can go 100%. through them both. And then that way you can, you know, and that, I feel like I connect more with that. Because right. Sometimes it's like you're bringing it in this way, but you're also hearing it. Right. And right. that's, I like that too. And then like, if, even if you're in the car, you're, you're listening to it. And then when you get back to the office or wherever you're going, you right. pick up the book and just kind of right. 
re- reiterate, but I like it too because I'm I'm big about highlighting and underlining. So yeah. I'll, I'll even underline it. I've got books on my iPad, my Kindle, and I can just highlight those pieces as well. Yep. It's like the it's the sinking in piece for me, yeah. and that's the the gold of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my inspiration, you know. And I follow guys like um, you know. Uh, True Kathy, I follow it, you know, some of their models. Yeah. I follow some of the, the models that Publix, that Publix has as far as customer service and, and yeah. the aspect of that. And, you know, and it, what I tell people, I want to have that staff interaction where it's, it's like you're going to Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to shop at Publix. Those places aren't, I mean, you can go to KFC and get a cheap chicken sandwich, yeah. but you're going to pay a premium to go to Chick-fil-A because you know they're going to get your order right and they're going to treat you like people. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing. People need to be treated like people, and customer service is dying. It's so sad. It's and dying. You're, you're, you're so true when you say that because you can go around, and it doesn't matter if you're in business or if you're just in day-to-day life, man. It's like the – it's almost like the, the – in some places, the community is just not – it's not there. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah. I mean, that's why I feel like, you know, so much of what's going on in the world, we're at odds, you know? Mm-hmm. If people would just treat people like people, yep. I mean, that's a start. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And to kind of just you know go into it a little bit, the gym that I go to is LA Fitness. Right. The one that I go to is like, it's okay. you know. Right. It, but the reason I'm stuck there, and when I move to Alpharetta, it'll probably still right. be that gym, is the commodity. Com- commodity. How do you Commodity. Commodity. Okay, beautiful. Um, but yeah, it, and that, that's what it is. Right. It's because it, everybody there is, how are you doing today? But yet they're not too talkative where you're like, when you're working out, you're not interrupted. Right. But everybody handshakes you, everybody daps you up, everybody says everything, you know, and it's... It's, yeah, it's communication it's, on a different level. Yeah. yeah. And it's big because you, I can go to another LA Fitness and not feel the same way. Right. And... I, I'm for me it's like when I go to the gym or if I'm somewhere if I'm out in public I have like this five foot rule like if you're five foot around me you're gonna know what I do right but that's my personality right everybody has bad months everybody has you know bad times right what and, and I'm sure you've had bad times just like everybody what is that one thing that pulls you out of bed and keeps you driven and say I gotta go get it today well, now, the mm-hmm. fact that I have children, yep. um, I mean, I, I wake up daily mm-hmm. knowing that I'm a father and I have to provide. Yeah. Like, that's that's the core of me. Yep. I mean, whether it's sunshine and rain and snow and ice sleep, what, whatever the case may be, what, sick, un, un, whatever, unhappy, disappointed, what, I, I have a, a switch that's built into me that can turn the emotion off the minute I leave home. And go make the grind. And I think that is the key to being and staying motivated. I mean, just, just, you know, there's a lot of times when I'll have several networking events going on in a week and I'm thinking, man, I really don't want to go. I really need to be in the office stuck behind my computer screen, not making any new face meetings or interactions or building any relationships. Just doing the busy work of life Mm -hmm. and of work. But, when I force myself out of that and I go to network, it's a nice, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's a game changer. So if anybody's listening and they're struggling with that, I definitely tell them, look, just flip your switch off for the emotional piece and put that work hat on and go to work. Right. And, that's, and, the, and a lot of times when, when you do that and you just get into the office, whether it be 
you know, in the morning, if, if you're having a, you know, a horrible day and you just, just get into the office right. and then get that gear going. Right. And, you know, that's, that's, that's big. So you said now it's, it's your family, it's your kids. What was it before that? Oh, before that, yeah. it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was all me in the way. Yeah. Um, I got in the way of myself a lot early on growing. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here's one of those. If you could do it all over again stories, yeah. I would definitely just wake up pretending my bank account was my kids. Yeah. Because if you envision your kids, your bank account, depending on you to go make it, yeah. then that would have been my motivation, you know, 10 years ago, right. 12, 15 years ago. So I just, I, again, I, I'm, I'm motivated by the same people that motivates everybody else. You know, yeah. cash motivates people. Yeah. You know, decisions are made based on emotion and, and, and money. Yeah. So if you're emotionally connected to your wallet, let me let me take a stab at it. If you're yeah, you yeah. know, if you're analytical and you're connected to your wallet that way, let mm-hmm. me take a stab at it. You know, I'm gonna try any angle I can to earn your business. Yeah. And you know, again, flip the emotional switch off and go do it. Man, that's ah, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, okay, so we kind of dove into that, and then. You've kind of just kind of answered all my questions at the end. So, but we're gonna, I'm going to ask them anyways, and then sure. you're, you're going to have to answer them a little bit different. Sure. Um, so let's say let's say someone's coming into business and they're looking at owning their own business, mm-hmm. or maybe if it's they they're looking to just go get a job okay. and go get a career set. They just got out of school, or hell, some people don't even go to school and they just move right into the, owning their own business. Right. Um, what what advice would you give them? You know, just three off the top of your head, just go. Uh, do your homework. Mm-hmm. If you are starting your own business, the most valuable piece of advice that I received when I decided to do Ramtech full-time yep. was pay your aunt and uncle. And I said, pay pay my who? My, yeah. my aunt and uncle? Yeah, your Aunt Georgia and Uncle Sam. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Make sure you keep those people paid uh, because they will come after you. Uh, so that was the the first piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third piece of advice that I received was making sure that you set, if you're going to go into business for yourself, making sure that you set up your entity properly. And I mean, mm-hmm. meet with a CPA, meet with a, a you know entrepreneur, lawyer of some yeah. sort. Make sure you get all your documentation straight before you set out on that adventure. Yeah. Is Yeah, it's going to be expensive. I mean, I tell everybody, you know, how much did it cost to start up Ramsey? It cost $10,000. I had a $10,000 credit card that somebody, some bank that was silly enough to give it to me. Yep. And I used all $10,000 of it to start up my business from computers to marketing to whatever the needed budget items, I expended all 10000 of it. Yeah. So another motivating factor for me was I had to put that money back in the bank yep. to get that card paid off. Yeah. So that was another whole piece of advice, you know, making sure that you have the knowledge and the will to put the money back. Yeah. So it can be motivating. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, it's motivating when the yeah. creditors call you yeah. and say yeah. you're, you're two days late on your payment. Yeah. I mean, it, it can, yeah, it can get scary, but it, it's definitely motivating. Well, it's no a motivator. Yeah. I mean, it just gets you out of bed and says, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go get my lick today. Right. Yeah. Um, man, that was, that was good. Uh, so, wow, we've 
obviously covered everything. <laughs> Did we cover it? Comes to, I mean, if, if you look at it, man, we've honestly covered everything. So, you know, just going into it, and you know, we, we've touched on all the all the subjects. Is there anything that 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 you that you want to leave the viewers at all? Um, it could be life situations. It could be business. It could be inspiration. I mean, I mean, life is going to throw all kind of wrenches into your plan. I mean, if anybody's listening to, to this that is struggling with that piece, I would say the failures make you stronger. Yeah. I mean, the failures make, make you stronger and the successors make you prideful. Right. Like, you can just feel that pride, that burn inside. Yeah. This is, yes, I made that recommendation. Yes, I helped this customer achieve their end goal. Yeah. Or, yes, we met that expectation. If you have any of that built inside of you and that's what fuels you, then you're in the right field. Great. Great. Thank you, Morel. Yeah, man. Um, so how can people, how, how can everybody get in contact with you? I'm going to, you know, put a little bit more details in it, but just kind of. I mean, we're, we're all over the <laughs> web. I mean, we're on Facebook, Ramtech PCS. Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter is the same, Ramtech PCS. We try to keep it all the same. Right. Even down the LinkedIn, Ramtech PCS. Yeah, <laughs> so if anybody Googles us, we're going to pop up first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, good. Um, and then, you know, to tie it all up, what are you only in McDonough or are you willing to where do you travel to and we have customers all throughout the United States okay I mean we have customers as far as New York and Texas right okay. now uh, but we'll we'll travel we'll go we're talking to a few companies in Tennessee right now so Sweet. we'll we'll travel and go wherever wherever the work is we'll go that's big so you're not just tied to one no, I mean our remote support gives us the the reach of the entire United States and we're we're so embedded with some IT communities now that you know we're a membership of yep. that if we needed hands on and feet on premise at you know Miami, Florida, we could find a you know a company there that is on our platform that we could network with. That's big, man. I do appreciate yeah, you man. coming out, man. Thank. Okay, guys. So that wraps it up. I really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. This one was a really good show. Morel did a very good job. Very educated man. Please let us know what you thought. We love feedback, and we live off of reviews and follows. So please share us out. Every little bit helps. Thanks, guys.